0: All right, everybody, welcome to Rick Six, Season 1, Episode 13. It is Week 5 in the NFL. We're back here with Picks, and joining us right now is Preston. Hopefully, Gledhill can join us here later. He's, uh, as Preston quoted, simpin' right now.
1: Oh, man, why'd you have to call him out like that? <laughs> hey, you know what they say, it ain't simping if it's working.
0: <laughs> it's funny, because only me and you get that reference right now. <laughs>
1: it's hilarious.
0: All right, so... Pressing monster week for you, man. You know, going thirteen and, and two or something like that. Yeah, thirteen and two.
1: PR baby.
0: I'm just gonna go ahead and update everyone on the standings because I actually haven't done that. It's already week week five and I haven't updated anybody on how everybody's doing. So <laughs> it's pretty close. Top four looks like they're pulling away from everybody. We got a newcomer. His name's Brady and he's killing it right now. His Browns are also killing it, being three and one. Whoever would ever thought that would happen. He uh, he went 12 and three and there's a stalemate with Kyle. Kyle's my roommate. They're tied up there with first place. Gledhill tied with Cade for second. We got Eric Harrison in fifth. We got Preston, Gage, and Joel, three way tie for six. We got me in ninth. And then we got Taylor in dead last, who's six games behind. Taylor's having a, a really tough season, to say the least. But
1: <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, I got killed in September, but you know, October, November, December, those are my months, baby.
0: Yeah, and you brought yourself right back in. I was was thinking about it because really top four is kind of separating themselves for everybody. But five through nine is wide open within two games of each other. So every week is important, whether it's two games we pick differently, three games. Week five, it looks like there is six teams left that are undefeated, and we have four teams that still don't have a win. So we'll see if uh, those four teams can get their first win this week. I guess the Bills and the, the Titans game is in jeopardy because the Titans are still shut down due to COVID. I don't think that game's going to happen. I mean, there's not even a spread on that game, so I'd imagine that that game's not going to happen. So we can we can go ahead and just skip that game too. Bills said they're preparing as if it's going to happen, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I don't what
1: about Broncos, Patriots?
0: Gilmore tested positive for COVID today. I don't know. I mean, did you see that picture with him and Patrick Mahomes like at the very end of the game? People were, like, freaking out because, like, at the end of the game, Joe Moore like gave Patrick Mahomes like, a hug and, like, patted him on the back, and then he tested positive. So now other people are thinking that Patrick Mahomes might have COVID. Rip. Maybe he's asymptomatic, hopefully. I mean, for his sake, he can get back faster. Cam Newton, he's in the same boat. I mean, he tested positive right after we filmed the podcast last week. So, you know, obviously that probably would have affected Gage's pick because he ended up picking the Patriots that game. But he's asymptomatic, so good news for him. He just needs to have two – positive te- or negative tests in a row and and then he's clear to come back for practice so I mean it could be shorter than the two-week quarantine but yeah a lot of games in danger I mean I, w- I would say really the, just the Patriots game because of that player and then we had the Saints that had a false test so I don't think they're in danger anymore so it's really just the Patriots and the uh, the Titans obviously because the Titans are going to play there's no way
1: yeah, what, what's the Patriots' reason, or not the Patriots, what's the NFL's reasoning behind having two negative tests to get cleared? Is it because two negatives make a positive?
0: I couldn't tell you. I mean, Goodell's an idiot. I think Goodell should take some notes from Adam Adam Silver because Adam Silver knows how to actually make a bubble and not allow fans to come to NFL stadiums or, I guess, in his case, basketball arenas to, uh, to have people get sick, you know? And, and it's not the fans that is going to, like, I'm not saying Goodell having fans is like, make or break but just not having a bubble obviously people are gonna get sick like that's just the way it is
1: I saw a pretty funny video um somebody posted it was just the entire neighborhood was burning on the background but Roger Goodell was just swinging on a swing with a smile acting like nothing's happening
0: (laughs) all right well let's go ahead and get into these games the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the Chicago Bears Preston if you did not realize this by now It's Nick Foles versus Tom Brady, the Super Bowl rematch for two years, two three years ago. So are we going to see the Philly special tomorrow night?
1: Ooh, I don't know, but we might see something else. Um, Obviously, Nick Foles had a tough week last week against the Indianapolis Colts. But let me tell you this, the Indianapolis Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers probably have the two best defenses in the NFL. The Colts are ridiculous. As far as the Bears go, um, obviously second week for Nick Foles playing first first time starting, so he's got to get adjusted. Still, um, I think he's going to have a rebound game this week against Tampa Bay's terrible defense. Um, very bad, as, defense. yeah, very bad defense. So he's going to be fine. The question is, is Tom Brady going to have another good week like he did last week against the Chargers? Don't forget, dude, the Chargers have a really good defense, too. The thing against the Chargers' defense is you got to stretch it out. Once you stretch it out, then you'll be able to make those underneath throws that Tom Brady was uh, has relied on his whole career. So he was able to make a couple of deep throws for touchdowns, and that stretched that defense out. Uh, Tom Brady hasn't been able to do that this season prior to that or even last season. That's why the Patriots had struggles offensively, um, partly because of his receivers last year, obviously as those uh, threats now. So – him making those throws shows a lot of promise for the Buccaneers this season. And I think the Buccaneers will win this game in a potentially close one. It all comes down to how Tom Brady plays though. I will tell you that if Tom Brady plays well, they will win. I think the bears will have a solid game um, to where they could win and they could lose, but it's really up to Tom Brady. And I'm going to gamble on Tom Brady. Um, I'm going to say the Buccaneers win let's go medium scoring 27 to 24.
0: I have a pretty much similar score to you, Preston. I was going to say Tampa Bay wins it 27 to 20, about a touchdown. The spread they're opening up as a five and a half point favorite on the road here. I think that's a good spread right there. 44 over and under. So, I mean, I guess that would be, hmm. yeah, I would have them going over a little bit. I mean, honestly, bro, like, I feel like you. Should, everybody should just start taking the over in every game. Like there's some cases where a lot of teams, you know, obviously underperform and they don't score that much, but this league, I think I saw a stat like the other day where it was like, this is like the most points and like most passing touchdowns we've ever had, like within like the first few weeks of the season. So, I mean, teams have been scoring and also a lot of it is, you know, lack of preseason a lot of defenses, you know, just getting banged up and, and, and you know, people getting hurt and, not getting the the scrimmages that they needed, and it, you know you can tell it's affecting them a little bit. So a lot of people were able to put more points on the board. I mean, it seems like I pick every week a, a score a game that that probably if we had like a normal training camp and preseason, it'd probably be more of a tight game. But then it ends up just being a shootout. So. I mean, these past Thursday night games, we had them eight, three, the past three weeks on Thursday night. Thankfully we get a pretty decent game right here potentially, but we had three really bad games in our opinion, AIDS game of the week in our opinion, and they ended up all being shootouts. Like how has that happened? You know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, The one thing I will say about the overs and unders is last week, they bumped them up a little bit. This game is only at 44 and a half. So I would definitely take the over in this game. hundred percent. Yeah, but last week they bumped them up a bit. Um, and so there were some games that, that, quite a bit of games that went under last week, actually.
0: Yeah. No, but yeah, like I said, like or really, like you said, Tampa Bay's defense really sus, especially that secondary. I like the pass rush and the defensive line is decent, but if they don't get pressure, then it's pretty much a kind of a gamble because Justin Herbert. You know, he's super young and he looked really good. I I think, you know, Chargers fans can be really excited about his performance last week. That game was fun to watch. Tom Brady threw five touchdowns and Herbert, he threw like 300 yards and he looked great. He was making some Patrick Mahomes type plays. And I mean, it kind of reminded me of that. So it'll be exciting to see in a couple years, him and Patrick Mahomes going at it for the division. But yeah, I mean, as far as Tampa Bay, I mean, they're going to be at the playoff team. I still think they can win that division with how up and down the Saints are looking right now. But I think that they get a big win on the road here. This should be a fun one. 27 to 20 like I said and the reason I'm taking it is because Tom Brady 7-0 career record on Thursday Night Football most wins by any QB and not a big fan of the Bears I think they're a super inconsistent team and Nick Foles is a hit or miss so safe pick right here Tampa Bay gets it done 27 to 20. Next game we got the Battle of Pennsylvania as the Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to play the Pittsburgh Steelers Philadelphia leads Keystone State Rivalry 47-28-3 to and all-time. We already talked about how great the Steelers' defense is, top five in the league, top three in my opinion. They've looked really good this season. They got a little break after the Titans got shut down. They were going to play a great game against the Titans, really kind of showcase what kind of team that they were because the first three weeks of the season, they played winless Texans, the winless Giants, and the winless Broncos or I guess the Broncos won on Thursday night but point is they played when they were they hadn't won and so I mean shoot I wouldn't even say this is much more of a test as Philly is one two and one they got a big win over the 49ers but we all kind of talked about that game that game was a possible trap game for the 49ers as it was with all the injuries and <laughs> Glenhill again uh, Hill jinxed it
1: Gled it's Hill that simple it. that's the only reason they won <laughs>
0: Yeah, but no, but a lot of people were talking about like Carson. I mean, I think this was a great, it was a good game. I wouldn't say great game. I'm not, not, it wasn't a great game, but Carson Wentz had a good game to kind of get his confidence up. So I think going into this game, he's really, I think he's really, he's going to look a lot better. I would hope so. I mean, he, he got some momentum. Uh, He had a great throw to uh, that no name wide receiver. It was a great uh, back shoulder pass in the end zone to put the Eagles up. And then Nick Mullins threw that pick six and, that's when it was kind of over right there. They put C.J. Beathard in. He threw a bunch of checkdowns, and it, they were just out of time, and they, they they ended up losing by five points. But I think, you know, obviously with the healthy squad of Jimmy G and all those other guys, Mostert, you know, they finally got Debo Samuels back, but he was limited. He only had, like, three catches. We know how good he is. So I think, you know, if they were to meet again in, like, five, six weeks down the road, I think the 49ers would have easily won that game 100%. I'm not sold on the Eagles. I don't think anyone should be. They're winning. They're leading the NFC least right now with a one, two and one record. That is garbage. That is telling me that right now you probably only have to win six games to win the NFC East combined record three, 12 and one. The Browns have as much wins as the NFC least right now. It's so bad. Preston, since you started this game, I'll go ahead and get it out of the way. It's the battle of Pennsylvania. So I think both these teams can go in there and score a lot of points. Eagles, I remember the last time they won, they they killed the Steelers. It was in Philly, and that was that was Carson Wentz's first year. Two teams are a lot different now. Pittsburgh opening up as a seven-point favorite at home. I'm going to say it's a closer game, but I like Pittsburgh winning in a higher-scoring game. I'm going to say they're favored by seven. I think Philly will cover. And overall, I got the Steelers getting a defensive stop in the end, and they will win – 31 to 27.
1: Yeah, I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to control this game for the Steelers, and they're going to let their defense do the work. Carson Wentz is going to have a very, very tough time against this Pittsburgh defense that I am very high on. I love this defense. So I think the Eagles are only going to score like 17, and I got Pittsburgh scoring about 28. So I'll take the Steelers um, covering the spread for them. So, yeah, Steelers 28 to 17.
0: Very nice, and that's the battle, Pennsylvania. Next game, got the Jacksonville Jaguars going on the road to play the Houston Texans. Preston, this is potentially AIDS game of the week, but I I, I already know what AIDS game of the week is, in my opinion, which we'll talk about later. This is pretty dang close. The Texans, I, I feel like the Texans are the best 0-4 team. Would you take the Texans or the Falcons right now as the best uh, winless team?
1: Definitely the Texans. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Houston has won 10 of the last 12 games versus Jacksonville. I'll let you start this one because it's your turn, I guess. It looks like Houston is six-point favorites at home. Coming off of the firing of Bill O'Brien, finally. I mean, I I didn't think they would do it that fast, if I'm being honest. But it was long overdue. We knew after what he did with the trades of Lermy Tunsil and Kenny Still, getting those two first-round picks. Like They don't even have a first-round pick now. So we we all saw what they were doing there. And Bill O'Brien, he was the GM, so he was making bad decisions. And then he makes a terrible trade in the offseason, trading their best player by far. Well, I mean, top two best player with DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best receiver in the league for an injury-prone running back, David Johnson. I I mean, this is the only team I would say in my preseason video that I was kind of right about. This team was going to decline. I had them in about a 7-9, and 8-8 eight and eight team. I just didn't like the defense and the way that they were declining. I mean, and so far it's working out for me. They're 0-4. I mean, I picked them last week versus the Vikings. Of course, the one week I pick against the Vikings, they finally turn around and win. Ah, before I let you start there, Preston, do the Texans finally get it done? Their first win. Without Bill O'Brien as the coach or the GM, and it looks like Romeo Cronell, interim coach, is taking over for the Texans, but they're still obviously looking for other coaches. Preston, who gets it done?
1: Uh, Well, I'll tell you this. I'm not betting on the Jaguars. Uh, If the Texans were playing any team that was better than the Jaguars, then I'd probably take the other team. But since the Texans are going up against the Jaguars, I honestly think this firing, I don't know how Deshaun Watson will react. I don't know anything about his relationship with Bill O'Brien, but I think he'll find a way to turn it into fuel and will have a chip on a shoulder, especially if you're Deshaun Watson. And he's going to come out and win this game. They know they can win this game. Their first four weeks, they had tough opponents across the board. So they know they need to win this game. They will win this game. Um, and I think they're going to put up about 30 points, let's say 30 to 20
0: This is a toss-up game, I would say, because it's a division game, and also I don't know how the Texans are going to look with the firing of the coach and the GM. I saw this tweet today. It was like, the Houston Texans are spending $255 million in cash on their roster this season, more than any other team in the NFL. They owe their first and second-round picks in 2021 to the Dolphins. They're currently 0-4. This team right now, I hate to say it, it's kind of a mess. But, I mean, the firing of Bill O'Brien should help them out. I couldn't tell you why Bill O'Brien. I mean, I think I'm more shocked that Bill O'Brien got fired before Adam Gase and Dan Quinn did. But I guess it was more of his role as a GM because as a regular season coach, he wasn't terrible. Like, he's a good regular season coach. He won them four division titles, for crying out loud, as a head coach. But credit, he had to Sean Watson. The Texans are a team that kind of likes getting it going later in the season. They started 0-4 a couple years ago, ended up winning nine straight and winning that division. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they bounce back and and get a wild card spot. But, no, like I said, I'm still not high on them this year. Six-point favorites at home. I'm going to go ahead and take them to finally get their first win. Don't like the Jaguars. I said I will never pick Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars again, which I'm glad I didn't pick them last week as they lost to the Bengals. Good on Joe Burrow for getting his first win. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans. I'm going to say, I I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as you. I'm going to say a little bit of a lower scoring game. They win mm, 24 to 16. Next game. We got the LA Rams going on the road to play the Washington football team. Preston, I don't understand. It's week five. The Rams have already cleared out the NFC East after this week. They already beat the Giants last week. They beat... The Cowboys week one and they beat the Eagles week two. They only played the Bills, which is a game that they they probably should have won. But why the heck did they schedule the NFC East games like all in their first five weeks of the season? I find that kind of odd.
1: <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know how they handle the scheduling and all that. I don't know if it's random or what, but it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. LA Rams 34 and a half points per game on the road this season, the second most in the NFL. I'll start this one. This one's really simple for me. I would hope that the Rams would blow the football team out, especially since Dwayne Haskins just got benched. And the worst part about it is he didn't even practice today, Preston. He's now the third string. He's the third option now. They put Alex Smith, Alex Smith, bro, with his, his leg right now. They put Alex Smith over Dwayne Haskins.
1: Dude, I'm sorry, but you can't even call that a leg anymore, bro. Like
0: It almost got amputated.
1: Dude. If you guys haven't seen that and you guys want to throw up, go see that it, 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 you'll end up being inspired as well because you know, he's uh, Alex walking. Smith is amazing. I mean,
0: he's walking. Like that's a great, he's cleared to play football. <laughs> what?
1: Oh man, bro. Like kudos to him. But if I were him, keep your money, sit on the bench, stand on the bench. If you need to just keep everybody away on that, from that leg, like, I don't know. You could, somebody could just walk past it and step on it. It could be like, it could snap, but man, just, just stay healthy. Please don't get hurt. Alex Smith.
0: I am worried Preston because Dwayne Haskins, the third option. So that means if something happens to Brandon Allen, guess who's coming in? Alex Smith. Do you know how scary that is? Do you know how scary that is? <laughs> don't do it. Alex Smith. Oh, no. my God. as a defense, I would be afraid to like, try to tackle him. You know, I'd let him do whatever
1: he wants. I'd, I'd forfeit that game. I'd just say, Alex Smith, go ahead, drop back. We're not going to rush. We're going to drop. We're going to drop 11 and you just do your thing.
0: Yeah, I I don't know how, the, how in the world he's suiting up. If he is suiting up for this game, the Rams are nine point favorites at home. I would hope that they would blow them out, especially with everything going on in Washington right now. I was very surprised that the giants were able to kind of keep up with the Rams last week. They almost won it. I mean, they almost tied it up. The Rams did not look at Jared Goff played bad last week, like really bad. And yeah. so I am hoping he has a bounce back game. He's playing a tougher defense that the, the football team's defense is is definitely better than the giants. In my opinion, that defensive line, even without chase young, I think they're, they're still a, a way better defense than the, than the giants. So if you're the Rams, you can't play like last week. And Jared Goff's got to get that football out. I think they will with the offensive line. They'll get the run game going. I think they'll bounce back and they'll they'll look like kind of like a better football team. <laughs> Not like a kind of an up and down team like they did last week. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that the Rams get this done pretty easily. 30 to 14. They blow them out.
1: I would love to take this upset right now, but I don't have those balls. Um, I, I don't have the balls to take that upset. So I'm going to go with the safe pick because I know everyone here is going to take the Rams. No one's taking Washington, even though I have, I have a feeling Washington might be able to sneak out this game for some odd reason. Maybe it's because the way the Rams played last week, maybe it's because Brandon Allen is playing and maybe he just has a freakishly good game. Who knows? We'll see on Sunday. I got the Rams winning. Um, I'm going to say relatively low scoring 20 to 10.
0: Terry McLaurin, top five in receiving yards. With that supporting cast, props to you, my guy. All right, next game, Cardinals at Jets. Joe Flacco, first start since week eight of the 2019 season. I don't know, like I said, Preston, I don't know why Adam Gase still has a job. (laughs) The New York Jets are on the way to an 0-16 season. I can't believe we picked them last week. I mean, you did it. I picked them last week thinking that, you know, and Brett Rypen of the Broncos, the Broncos QB almost gave them that, that game back. He threw like two picks and back-to-back drives and, and the Jets defense was like kind of heating up. It was like, Oh gosh. Okay. Like he's actually going to throw this game away for them. But then the Jets, of course, you know, Adam Gase ruined it. Like he always does. So yep. The 0-16 uh, season take for uh tank for Trevor is still on board. Ladies and gentlemen, Cardinals kind of unfortunate. They looked really good the first two weeks of the season lost, uh, two back to back tough games against the lions and now the panthers. Kyler Murray didn't play good in the Lions game. He played decent. I'd say he played safe in the Panthers game. He threw three touchdowns, but he only threw like 130 yards. he's he just played really safe. He's a guy that I'm still high on. The Cardinals are a team that I'm still high on. But I think we kind of like backed off a little bit now that they're two and two. But this is this is a perfect game to get their 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 momentum back. So Preston, I think this is a pretty easy one, but I'll let you start this one. It looks like the Cardinals, six and a half point favorite on the road.
1: I am very confused on why in the world you guys picked the Jets last week. You and it seems like the rest of the betting world picked the Jets last week for some reason, and I have no idea why. I'm just gonna say Cardinals, twenty seven to ten, and and just move on. That that's all I'm gonna say. I don't need to say anything else.
0: So they will they will definitely uh, go over the spread, huh? <laughs>
1: Yes, yes.
0: I'll take Cardinals 33 to Joe Flacco. No, Joe Flacco put up 21. If Joe 21.
1: If Joe Flacco couldn't play well with that Broncos roster, how the heck is he supposed to play well with this one?
0: I mean, he's not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, between your two favorite teams, Preston. Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahome's 13 and one career record versus AFC West opponents. Believe it or not, the Raiders, in the first half of every game against the Chiefs, they always look really good. But then the Chiefs somehow find a way to pull away in the end. And hopefully, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have COVID. Chiefs are 12 and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs in this one. I, I don't see anybody beating the Chiefs right now. You look at the the game versus the Patriots playing a tough defense. I know they, there wasn't Cam Newton. And you can make the argument that if they had Cam Newton, they could have won that game. I mean, I, I, you know, if you're going to say that, more power to you. But the fact that they they kept it close, they played down to the opponent, and then at the very end, Patrick Mahomes when he realized it was close, it was thirteen to ten, and he was like, "What? I'm not gonna lose to Brian Hoyer and Jarrett Stidham. I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna drive down the field and get an easy touchdown." And that's exactly what he did. Chiefs just have so many weapons, you know. If you, if you think, "Oh, this is the game they're gonna lose," they Patrick Mahomes just finally you know turns on beast mode and drives down the field and gets some crazy drive. So. I think they keep it rolling here. I think the Raiders will keep it competitive. Maybe they'll have an early lead, but overall, I think in the end, the Chiefs will, will come back and win a pretty, pretty fun game. So I'm going to say the Chiefs win pretty high scoring game, 35 to 26. Raiders yeah. cover.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on the Raiders covering as well. I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring. It could potentially be because the the Raiders are or the Raiders defense is terrible. I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a really good day and Derek Carr is going to be able to operate off of that. And they're going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs for most of the game. But, yeah, I got a similar score. I'm going to say 33 to 27.
0: So a closer game, Raiders cover. Real quick before we move on, I'm just so annoyed with how people have handled that, that last game, though, versus the Chiefs and the Patriots, because obviously people were mad that Cam Newton didn't play. And like I said, if you're going to make the argument that Cam Newton would have won the game if he played – all power to you because Jared Stidham and Brian horror were throwing picks. They were making bad mistakes. And it was like a six to three game for the long until like midway point in the third quarter. So if you want to make the argument, if Cam Newton would have played and they would have won all power to you. But the fact that people are basing this off of one game and saying, Oh, you can tell that the chiefs are not a dynasty. Did you see the way they looked against Brian Hoyer, and Jared Stidham chiefs are overrated. Like do people just not forget who's playing QB there? Like, I don't understand, like, it was one game against a good Patriots defense, right? And they still won by 16 points. Like, how are you going to, like, make excuses and say, oh, they're not going to be a dynasty, they look bad. Like, they won the game by 16 points. It doesn't matter. A win's a win, but they won by 16 points. So that was just kind of annoying seeing how the way people reacted to that game. But you know what? It don't matter because Patrick Mahomes keeps, uh, you know, rolling. So anyways – got another division game we got a lot of division games this week Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play the Baltimore Ravens Lamar Jackson 7-1 career record versus AFC North opponents Joe Burrow finally got his first win versus the Jaguars last week you see his tweet he posted Preston where he said feels good to win
1: yes sir
0: yes sir it was it was nice it was good to see him and and he even learned from the last game in Philly because the Philly game he was getting hit a lot he was you know he was getting thrown around and that that game versus Jaguars, he decided to slide and, and you know he and he told the rest, he told those guys, he's like, Hey, I learned from last week. I'm not taking those hits. You know, he's being smart because if you want to last in this league, you can't get hit like that. So Cincinnati at Baltimore Ravens, Ravens are 13 and a half point favorites at home.
1: I think Cincinnati's gonna keep up in this game. But yeah, I've got Baltimore um, winning this game, obviously. But I think I have the the Bengals covering the spread just because it's it's a large spread. And I have doubts as far as Baltimore's offensive line goes. I think they're going to blow out the easy teams a lot of the times. Um, but I don't think they're going to be as dominant as they were last year, especially with the run game. Um, so, yeah, I've got Baltimore winning. I'm going to say 27 to 20.
0: I'll take Baltimore 26 to 17. I don't think this game is going to be as high scoring as people think you know, Ravens might get a big lead early and then just kind of play a little chew clock. Bengals will keep it competitive and they'll cover the spread. So 26-17 final score. Next game, we got the Carolina Panthers going on the road to play the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta has won eight of the last nine games versus the Carolina Panthers. Still no Christian McCaffrey, but Teddy Bridgewater played really good last week and they are back at 500, two and two. Division game, anything can happen, but the Falcons are just a mess right now. They are their 32nd ranked defense right now. So their defense is awful. Um, you know, if they have a lead, they they obviously can't keep it. They just got destroyed by the, by the Packers on Monday night. That wasn't very surprising there. And yeah, I mean, we were talking about it yesterday, Preston, all the, all those weapons that they have, you know, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, they got all these weapons and you still can't win a freaking game or a the lead. Dan Quinn, Enjoy enjoy these last few games, weeks, months. I don't know how much longer you're going to be a part of this team, but I, I don't even know why you're still on the team, if I'm being honest. You should be fired. You should have been fired after the Dallas game, definitely after the Bears game, and here you are sitting at week five and you still have a job. Who knows when you're going to get fired? I think it's going to be pretty soon. I don't know why, Preston, but I'm kind of up and down with this game, and, and obviously the easy pick is the Panthers. Something just tells me that the Falcons are, are going to get their first win this week. Something just tells me that the Falcons are going to get their first win this week. I I feel that, too. I don't know what it is. It looks – wow, they're actually favorite at home. Can you believe that? Since it's my turn, drum roll, please. This is one of my upsets of the week, Preston. The Falcons get their first win at home. Hey, they're a mess right now, but they can still score. We know that. Defensive game, I think Julio Jones – with his hamstring he's been up and down and you got to get calvin Ridley involved early you got to get todd Gurley in the run game going but the panthers defense is not that great and i think matt ryan is going to be able to torch them pretty easily i just hope i pray that if they're up big which it's very possible they do not blow it because if teddy bridgewater leads a game-winning drive and atlanta blows it i will be so angry bro like i will be angry like you you would have to fire dan quinn this is my upset of the week falcons win 24 to 20. Hey, it's a risk, but you know what? I'm taking it. Something's just telling me that the Falcons are going to get their first win this week. Who you got, Preston?
1: Yeah, um, I feel like the Falcons definitely could win this game. But with the momentum riding from the past two weeks for the Panthers, I think they believe that they are a good football team. And I think Teddy Bridgewater, there's a reason he has such a good career record. And I think it has more to do than just him playing on good teams. I think he's a leader. Um, I think he knows how to control and win games. And I think they're going to win in a close one here. I'm going to say 27 to 26. For some reason, I I think it's going to be – the spread's going to be right on the dot. And I got the Panthers winning this game.
0: Man, I've had some idiotic picks this this, uh, year. So I hope that this one, come on, man. Just just one game playing my favorite, man. I got to get back in this, man. Like, I'm right there. Come on, Falcons. All you got to do is win one game. Hold the lead, damn it. <laughs> Next game, Miami Dolphins at San Francisco 49ers. Miami's won three of the last four games versus San Francisco. I don't know who's starting in this game. I don't know if it's Bethard or Nick Mullins. Preston, it's your turn. Are the 49ers on upset alert again? Hmm. Nah. Uh, I don't know. They're eight-point favorites at
1: home. Ooh, I would take Dolphins to cover that. Yeah, I'd take Dolphins to cover that. I don't think there's going to be any offense in this game. This could be the one week Fitzpatrick goes off this season. But I I think he's going to throw a pair of picks. And I think the 49ers defense is going to help them out a lot. I feel like the 49ers should definitely play better. He played... Even though we was throwing a bunch of checks down, check downs last week, um, you know, he was able to to make the right decisions throughout the game. And and I don't like Nick Mullins. I, he played horrific. I got the 49ers winning this game. This might be AIDS game of the week, actually.
0: Oh, I already know what my, my AIDS game of the week is.
1: Oh, OK. There's another one. Um, yeah, I'm going to say 17 to 14. 49ers.
0: Preston, you're right on the money. I'll match your score exactly. 17 to 14. I think this is going to be a defensive game, not much scoring at all. Very lack of offense here, but I think 49ers were, are going to, the, the big factor here is going to be getting the run game going. I don't know if most starts back, but you know, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Jared Willis, I think that's his name. He's a, uh, they, 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 they got a lot of depth there. So I think they'll, they'll bounce back. They won't lose two in a row. I think they're, they're still a good team. I know they lost to the Eagles, but Come on, like if they would have played better the whole game, you could have argued they could have won that game because Nick Mullins made two crucial mistakes. Kittle was torching them up too, so I think Kittle will, will get involved in this game more like last game. And, and yeah, 49ers will bounce back, get a low-scoring game, 17-14. to 14, I'll match it. Teeny-witty tidbits with Kyle. I know it's been a couple weeks, but you're back, man. If y'all don't know the rules, 15 seconds on the clock, Kyle's going to take it away with his little takes. Outrageous, great, bad, however you want to classify it. Kyle, you got 15 seconds on the clock. Teeny weeny tidbits. Let's get it. Here we go. So I just want to start with the Chiefs are really, really good. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. He is the MVP. It could be a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl coming up. But honestly, I still think it's going to be the Colts for the SB. And my underdog sleeper is the Bengals. Burrow is the real deal. Thanks, Kyle, for joining us. Next game. Got the Indianapolis Colts going on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. Indiana's allowed fewer than twelve points in three straight games. We're high on that defense too. Preston. top five in the league. They shut down the Bears. Uh, made Nick Foles look like a bum. They looked great, man. The Colts are looking good right now. We we talked about Week One being a fluke. Browns, they're three and one. Coming off of a almost, they almost choked the Cowboys game. But hey, they, they the defense of the Cowboys. Let, let me down like they always do, and, and the Browns hung on there. Baker Mayfield didn't even have that great of a game. He only had, like, two touchdowns, and, like, nah, he had, like, 225 yards. He, he had, like, a safe game.
1: Well, Mayfield, they had, like, 300 rushing yards as a team.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Kareem Hunt in that back, because Nick Chubb got hurt. Whoever their other guy was, was torching us, and then Odell had, like, three a pair of three touchdowns, and Jar, Jarvis Landry even threw a touchdown to, to, to Odell in the first drive. So, yeah, Baker Mayfield didn't really have to play that good. They're going back home. They're playing a way better defense this week in the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are looking real good right now, man. Phillip Rivers only having to be a game manager. Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here. I got the Colts winning by at least 10 points in this game. Yeah, the Browns are riding high at 3-1. They almost choked the game versus the, uh, the Cowboys, but the Colts are a way better team. The Colts are a way better team. They have a way better defense. Not having Nick Chubb is going to hurt them. I think Kareem Hunt will have the workload and, you know, he'll get the run game going. But you can only do so much. Baker Mayfield is sooner or later going to have to throw the ball. And the Colts are going to force him to throw the ball. And he's going to make some critical mistakes in this game in Cleveland. I'll say the Colts sack Baker Mayfield seven times. And he throws at least two picks. And the Colts get it done 29 to 17.
1: Dang. I don't think the Browns are that bad this year. Um,
0: I'm still not now sold. Let me,
1: yeah, that's the thing. I'm still not sold. But if they win this game this week, are you sold?
0: Oh, absolutely. If they win this game this week, I will be I will be sold.
1: All right. So if you if anyone from the Cleveland Browns hears this, go out and win this game this week, even though I'm picking the Colts. Go prove me wrong because I want to buy you just because I love my man Baker, but he's been booty cheeks. Y'all have been booty cheeks for way too long. It's time to change it. Just like the chargers. We got to stop choking. We got, we got to change the culture. It's time to change the culture, Cleveland. With that being said, I'm still taking the Colts. Eric, uh, your score was a little funky, but you got the right idea. I'm going to say Colts win lowest, lower scoring game. 23 to
0: 17. Yeah. And I'm not saying the Browns are bad. I think, you know, they're going to, they're a much more improved team, especially what I saw these, these past few weeks. Yeah. They, they haven't had the hardest schedule in the world. I mean, the first game they lost was to the Ravens for crying out loud, but like, I mean, no, I I think they're going to be a much more improved team this year. And miles Garrett right now is the front runner for defensive player of the year. So they're looking good, but the Colts are just better. In my opinion, next game, Denver Broncos going on the road to play the New England Patriots. New England five consecutive home wins versus Denver, including the playoffs. Oh, yikes. Preston, this is obviously – I think, you know, with Jarrett Stidham and uh, Brian Hoyer making the start, and well, you got Ripon. I don't know if Drew Locke's coming back this week. He might. I don't know if it's Jeff Driscoll. I don't know. This is going to be a low-scoring game, if you ask me. <laughs> this could possibly – this is honestly possibly AIDS game of the week, too. And the only reason I'm not giving it AIDS game of the week is because the Patriots and Bill Belichick, they're, they're good enough to not be AIDS game of the week. I think that's fair, right?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> How the heck are they still eight point favorites though? That's crazy.
0: They're only eight.
1: The Bellet Yeah. Only eight.
0: Eight's a lot. The Broncos are pretty dang bad.
1: I know, but that's just, but look at who's playing for the, the Patriots. It's the Bel. It's just the Belichick effect.
0: I mean, Hey, they hung on there with the cheese for a long time. This, is, this game, I think this game is going to be boring. Wait, you have eight? It says 11 and a half for me on the Patriots' side.
1: No, yeah, it says – wait, let me see.
0: The eight was the 49ers and Dolphins game.
1: No, for me, it says there isn't a spread on the front. But then when I, when I click and scroll down, it says New England, eight points, uh, uh, 63% spread consensus pick.
0: Oh, I got 11 and a half. so So between eight and 11 and a half, Preston – uh, you start this one because I started the last one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say Patriots because of Belichick. Um, let's go. I mean, They're going to put up more than 10 points this week. Let's say 20 to 13.
0: I'll take twenty ten. Patriots win. Not much more to say. Next game, we got the Minnesota Vikings going on the road to play the Seattle Seahawks, some Sunday night football action. Russell Wilson 6 and 0 career record versus Minnesota including the playoffs. I'm pretty sure last week last year they played on Monday night or Sunday night and it was like a shootout but Seahawks ended up just outscoring them. I think that's going to be the same case here. I think it's going to be a shootout but I think Russell Wilson MVP he's going to he's going to keep it rolling and you know they they kind of had a I guess a really like not as of a high powered offensive game versus the Miami Dolphins this past week. But the Dolphins played good defensively that game. And, and, yeah, but Russell Wilson didn't have to do anything crazy. But the Seahawks defense isn't that great. So I think, you know, if Kirk Cousins plays like he should play, then I think this is possibly a shootout. I would still start all the players on the Vikings. You know, Justin Jefferson, he's going to match well against that Seahawks defense. It's not very good. you got Dalvin Cook, who, who can, if they get the running game going, I don't think they'll stop him either. So I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. It looks like Seattle... At home, touchdown favorites, I like it. I'm going to say Seahawks win 35-28. to 28. Yeah, I'd say about the spread, about a touchdown.
1: It's Kirk Cousins in primetime. You, you know who to pick. You, you always pick the other team. I think he only has one win in primetime games, if, if I remember correctly. Um, I'd have to look up his primetime record again, uh, possibly for the next episode. But, yeah, Seahawks. I'm going to match the score and say
0: 35-28. Very nice. Rolling through these games, got Monday Night Football, LA Chargers going on the road to play the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans has won four of the last five games versus the Chargers. Justin Herbert, we talked about him, played great last week. Threw the pick at the end. It's a rookie mistake. It happens. I mean, I think he he did enough to, to be that guy, so – Saints haven't looked too good, Preston. I mean, they're 2 and 2, but they haven't looked that great. They haven't looked like the NFC favorites that as they normally do, you know, every year. Drew Brees, he's not getting any younger. Thankfully, they have Alvin Kamara running that offense right now who's absolutely going off playing receiver, playing running back. He's going off right now and he's helping Drew Brees out kind of carry the weight off his shoulders. I don't know if Michael Thomas is back. It's a short turnaround from Sunday. If he does or does not play, I don't think that I mean, I think that kind of impacts it. Hmm. This is actually a tough game for me uh, because I I don't trust the Saints right now. I really don't. The spread in this game, it looks like New Orleans is seven and a half point favorites at home. Preston, it's your turn. Do your Chargers get it done? I don't think I've
1: picked one upset this week. Have I? Have I picked a single upset this week?
0: Well, I guess you didn't pick the Falcons game home huh, with me. No.
1: Oh, that was, but the, yeah, the Panthers were were our favorites. All right.
0: No, the Falcons are favorite. I mean, that's technically not an upset, but it seems like it's an upset.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you guys what I love Justin Herbert. He still has a lot to learn, but for not having an off season, and coming in and throwing, he's averaging 300 yards in his first three games. through 290 last week. Bro. Dude. Dude. He is, he's special. Uh, you know, I, I'm on the hype train. I'm, I'm not overhyped. I'm not overhyped, but I'm on the hype train. And I'm ready to just to just get in the, the train and just, just, just ride it. Ride it with him. And I'm hoping that he comes out and he has another stellar performance this week. My Chargers just got to stop choking. Come on. We were up on Tom Brady.
0: No, we're up by like 14, right? Or Yeah.
1: Dude, we're just struggling. We're, we're missing Derwin James. Um, our safeties are, are struggling right now. So that's the only way um, our defense can get beat is over the top. If And that's just because, like, our safeties are struggling. That's it. So – Get better soon, Jerwin James. We need you for next season. Um, Please just stop getting injured. Please. Um, Hopefully we can draft another uh, safety for next year. But I am taking my Chargers this week against a struggling, not struggling, a iffy New Orleans Saints team. They're not the Saints that we know and we love. And it is a perfect opportunity for my Chargers who have lost – What'd they lose? They lost, the last two games were tough losses, right? Yep, they lost to the Bucks and they lost to the Panthers the week before that. Um, Oh, it's three straight losses. They lost to the Chiefs. They beat the the Bengals in week one, barely, um, just because of the missed field goal at the end. And that Chiefs game obviously goes to show how good our defense is, um, only holding them 23 points. So I've got the Chargers winning. I think Herbert is going to throw for at least three touchdowns because y'all saw how Derek Carr picked apart that secondary. Now wait, Austin Eckler's out, but wait until we get the running game going a little bit and Herbert can work off of that. We got a ton of one-on-one matchups. We got freaking Keenan Allen that can ball out and destroy the secondary. And I'm expecting a couple of deep touchdowns again this week from Herbert because that boy got a cannon. He's got a cannon, bro. Do you see that 165 yard throw?
0: Last week. He's got a Oh cannon. my
1: God, dude. He's got a canyon. I didn't even know he was like that, but he's got a cannon and he's throwing a couple deep balls past this Saints secondary, Stefan Diggs style. And we're going to win this game 35 to 20. Because that's the only way we can win games is if they're blowouts. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, I'm picking the Saints to win 27 to 24. I like what you said, Preston. I think your takes were all really good, but something just tells me that Herbert's not going to have the same game as he had last week. I mean, he'll still have a great game. Don't get me wrong. And I think it's going to be very close, but I think the difference maker, Alvin Kamara is going to be a little bit too much and he's going to make enough plays. And if Michael Thomas is back, I think, you know, he'll, he'll do enough to, to help out the saints offense. I am worried about that defense Preston. I, I will say, cause I, I think Herbert can go in there and torch the saints. Like I really do. And I, with how, how sus that the Saints looked in the first half versus the Lions last week, you know, they had to come back in that game. I, I am a little concerned about the Saints. If they lose this game, I will be very concerned about the Saints because I said, as of right now, I think the Bucs, even though they they lost to the Saints week one and the Saints looked like a much better team, I still think the Bucks could win that division. I don't know. Now, it's still bold to say right now, but they still very well could. And, and, and if they win against the bears this, this Thursday. And then the, the chargers beat the saints. Guess what? They're winning that division right there. So, I mean, yeah, this is a tough game. This is actually one of the hardest games for me to pick this week. I could really see it going either way. If the saints end up losing, I would not be surprised in the slightest, but I'm just going to go ahead and take the safe pick here. And I mean, I guess this is good for me and you cause you're, you're one game ahead of me and we picked two games different this week. So if, if it works out in my favor, then, I'm back up ahead of, uh, on you again so yeah I'll take uh Saints 27 to 24 and then the last game Preston this is my AIDS game of the week. the New York Giants going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys NFC lease matchup. oh my gosh this is 100 AIDS game of the week. now yeah I was I was about to give it to the the Jaguars and the through the Jaguar the Texans but no I think this one takes the cake right here. You got the Giants with no Saquon Barkley. They're they're winless. You got the Cowboys who their defense is this is literally the worst defense I've ever seen in my whole life. Now, I told Preston, I told you I would, I would, I would say it to the podcast. So I'm here to say it right now, just because uh I know I know people are gonna want to hear this as a as a hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan right here. So listen to me, guys. This was my my re, re-signing of a Dallas Cowboys hype dream. I'm here to formally announce my departure from the Dallas Cowboys hype train. I will always be a true fan, but from here on out, I will never get my hopes up again. I have been let down and hurt too much, and this is not good for my health. I hope any other Dallas fan that is hurting can join me. Good day and take care. Signed Eric Casares. That that game like just took it just took something out of me. I was I will say I wasn't even mad watching it. Like I wasn't watching it and was like why are we losing? Why are they scoring? Like, I wasn't like that. I was literally just watching it in pure disappointment. Get embarrassed. Embarrassed at home and how horrible this defense is. Now, I don't care what they do. If they fire Mike Nolan, the defensive coordinator, shoot, they could fire Mike McCarthy. This team will never be successful as long as Jerry Jones is running the team or as long as any of the Jones family are running the team. They've been the problem this whole time. And I should have saw this since I was born, but I didn't. And you just think about it. Jimmy Johnson, bro. Jimmy Johnson, one of the greatest coaches of all time, won two, three Super Bowls with the Cowboys, with Troy Aikman and the Triplets back in the 90s, before I was even a thought, right? And then guess what happens? Him and Jerry Jones getting a little bit of an argument. Jerry Jones thinks he's hot shit. And guess what? He lets go of Jimmy Johnson. And what have we done since then, Preston? What have we done since then?
1: Y'all have maybe won like
0: one playoff game every five years. Mediocrity for 25 straight years. So as long as the Jones family are in control of the Dallas Cowboys, we'll never win anything. Just accept it. And I'm, I'm starting to accept it now. I will. I am never going to have high expectations again for this team. I I just can't do it. They let me down every single year. Every single year. It it hurts, bro. And Preston, I know you're not a big fan of Mike McCarthy. (laughs) I don't even think Mike McCarthy is that bad, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter who we have. Calling the plays. I don't care, bro. It doesn't matter. Dak Prescott has broken records in these, what, three or four games, and they're still losing. They're averaging – 31 points a game 31 and a half points per game but they're giving up 37 and a half this defense is horrible and jerry jones doesn't see the problem he says oh we're uh we're not worried with the team we have we trust the guys that we have uh, on the defensive side they're we we know we can turn it around uh we could turn it around uh, 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 you know uh, the way he talks bro like you have two defensive guys who are veterans yeah they're not the same as they were you have Damon Harrison, Snacks Harrison, a solid defensive tackle who would obviously help our, our interior. You have Earl Thomas, who's older, but and he's a locker room problem. I get it, but he would help us. They, would, they wouldn't have any money. We have the cat space to sign him, and Jerry Jones will still not sign anybody. He's settling for mediocrity. That's just the way he is. Um, and I really got nothing much more else to say about this game in general. This is a pretty easy one for me. I don't know if it's my pick or your pick. We own the Giants. The Giants are terrible. If we lose this game to the Giants, <laughs> yeah, you better not lose this game. 20-17, to 17 AIDS game of the week, Cowboys win, whatever. I don't even care. Preston. I'm, I, yeah. I, I And I even picked first. That's how much I don't care. Man.
1: I would love to take the Giants in this game and see the Giants win just for you to just like – just cry. No, just kidding. I don't, to, I don't want to see you cry. I don't want to hurt you.
0: I don't even think I would cry. I wouldn't even be – dude, if the Giants win, I won't even be that surprised.
1: Dude, the Giants are just so bad. Um,
0: we're, we're very bad too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they held the Rams to 17 points last week, but I guarantee you the Rams didn't even prepare for that game. They were probably focused on uh, on their game for this week. <laughs> they are probably looking two weeks ahead. <laughs> um, 49ers blew them out. Uh, that bears game was a close uh, was a close game, but then that was also with um, uh, what's his face at quarterback for the bears. And then the Steelers game, obviously the Steelers uh, won by 10 in that game. Giants only scored 16 points. Will the Giants score over or under 20 points.
0: I said 20 to 17, but Hey, our defense are so bad. I could see it just being a shootout again. And yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm- you
1: think, you think Dak's only going to put up 20 points.
0: I mean, it's a division game, and both these teams are terrible, and I have no faith, bro.
1: Fair enough. All right, I'm just going to get past this. Let's, let's just pick the Cowboys and move on to next week. Let's go 26-20. to 20.
0: I mean, the Cowboys, obviously, on paper, should easily win this game, but it shows you how much trust I have in the team after. And and, and it's early. Like, guys, don't get me wrong. Like, it, it's super early in the season. Like, you can turn it around from a 1-3 season, especially with – how bad the NFC East is like, we could still easily win this division, but I don't want to win the division and freaking get demolished by a, an NFC team like the Packers or the Seahawks. Like, why would I want to do that? Why would I waste my time doing that? I would rather tank, get a good draft pick, focus on defense and do whatever we can to help this team because I don't know. It's, it's a mess, bro. It's so frustrating. Cause Dak, Dak continues to to do his thing and he just they're not giving him any help on the defensive side man like he brought us back in the Browns game just for them to give up a 50-yard touchdown run to Odell Beckham like that was horrible bro like our defense (laughs)
1: dude the fact that OBJ scored on that play is is ridiculous
0: it's the end of the game bro how do you let that happen well I don't know what the decision of of doing that squib kick to get it to the 50 like that was a dumb play like they had oh, yeah. they had like three minutes to make a defensive stop credit that they probably wouldn't have I mean they still had a chance so I don't know why they decided to put them on the 50 yard line like that was stupid
1: real talk though if OBJ would have gotten tackled in the backfield on that play dude the Browns would have been roasted for that and y'all could have had an opportunity to win the game
0: bro that would have been huge right there but yeah I mean not really much more to say Dak Prescott I think he's the only. I saw a stat today. He's the only quarterback in NFL history to throw 450 passing yards in like four or like yeah four straight games. So yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that a lot of it is garbage time stats, but I mean, he's kept us in the game, so I, I don't think you can really classify that as garbage stats. I mean, if he's keeping us, no, he
1: probably adds about 50 to 75 yards per game in garbage time, but so does every other quarterback. Yeah. Every other losing quarterback.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, the teams on the bye this week are the Lions and the Packers, and then the Bills and Tynes game probably isn't going to happen. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got nothing much more to say about the Cowboys. And, yeah, that's it. You got anything else to add before we head out?
1: Uh, nope. I think we're good.
0: All right. We will see you guys next week. Have a great week. And, Preston, go Lakers for Friday, 3-1 lead. Let's go. All right, we'll see you boys.